Jamie Bryant. Yes, fun, sir. fun story about your last name. What you got? I didn't know it for the longest time. Yeah. We, I feel like we knew each other for a long time. And just before you came on the podcast, I text you. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry about this, but what's your last name <laughs> yeah. anyway? Because it's only ever just Jamie and then you don't have much online. Like you're nope. kind of this enigma ghost creature, but everybody knows you from that Carnalsville area. They're always talking about you. So I'm like, I got to talk to this guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. That, is that by design that you you try to stay in the shadows a little bit? Uh, it is. I um, when I, I I had Instagram for a long time, whatever. When it very very first came out, and then um, at some point when I was living in Mexico uh, around 2015, I deleted my Facebook and then eventually deleted the Instagram and everything. I don't know. I, I find that uh, I really like a lot of people that I meet. And as soon as I see their social media, I can't, I've, I'm like, fuck, like, I didn't know that person sucked. <laughs> and so, so I, I find myself in this place where I, um, I don't know. I like people better if I don't see the parts of them that they want me to like first. That's, I've never heard that perspective and yeah. I like it a lot now. It's like, oh, I want to like this guy, but I just found out. You like, know what I'm saying, suck. dude? He and sucks. you're like, you can't do it. You can't do it. Well, it is a super fake way to take somebody into, to be honest. Like if you only look at their social media, it's not never reality. No, of course we put not. our best things out. Dude, I look way better on Instagram than <laughs> real life. Like. Yeah, you better, you better. That's why. Yeah, uh, I can't, I can't, man. And like, I, um, I don't know. Pictures of myself freak me out a little bit. Like I, uh, I, I, I am, we were talking about tattoos before we went live. I like forget that I like have them like some, like a, you know, nice old lady would be kind of looking at me <laughs> and I'll look at my, my better half who I wanted to bring today. And I'm like, what's uh and she's like, dude. And I'm like, Oh, uh, it's that. Yeah. yeah. And I just forget. Cause I've, I've never seen them. That is hilarious that you would forget you have. Cause like for, yeah, you can probably see them on camera, obviously face, hands, neck, yeah. pretty much everywhere you can, you can tattoo. Which one, what was your first? Uh, my first was a grenade on my left leg. Nice. How old were you? Uh, I just turned just turned eighteen. Um, like a week or two after, I knew I knew at a, a really young age that I was gonna be covered in tattoos. I um, uh, I grew up in like the the punk rock hardcore scene or whatever. Um, in Cincinnati, at a really young age, moved to Nashville. While in Cincinnati, there is a um, if you were around the the punk hardcore straight edge scene around that time right like the the very i don't know late 90s into the early 2000s um there was a a, a, a you could tell if a if a, a dude was from ohio and and chances are it was because he had more tattoos than you a couple of gold teeth and a shaved head and he was hard as nails and so that was what i grew up around as a as a as a kid in the punk rock scene kind of seeing that and a lot of these guys also at a time way before like TV shows made tattoos cool. A lot of these guys were, were, you know, covered in tattoos and still had great jobs, worked as, mm -hmm. as machinists and stuff. And, 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 you know, to me, those were the guys that were driving cool cars and, and kind of doing their thing. And they managed to, to look like this in the process. And I, I kind of fell in love with traditional tattoos early. And that was that. That's sick. I feel like even in my lifetime, tattoos have been destigmatized to a degree. Even when I was younger, it was kind of a thing. Like you said, the yeah. old lady looking at you like, oh, what's this guy? But yeah. now it's almost more uncommon to not have that. It is. Actually, yeah. a couple of my students were talking last night. One of the um, one of our, our, our 16 year olds, um, shout out Moy Tigers. One of our 16 year olds was in there and uh, they, he was talking to another young lady that had just come over and they're the, they were the only two in the room that didn't have tattoos. There were like 20 people on the mats. That's pretty so, crazy. Yeah, it was wild. I think in MMA or any combat sport too, you're kind of getting a heavier dose. It's like you're saying like punk hardcore. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a metal death metal guy. You go to a concert, you expect 
tattoos. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Anywhere that anywhere that people are okay with like getting punched in the face, you <laughs> yeah. tend to find a heavy concentration of, of of bad decisions. For sure. And and some of these are that. So. Nice. Well, there's a lot to unpack with your background there, dude. And I definitely wanted to get into this, but did not expect to that soon. But let's start with Cincy to Nashville, because it sounds like the framework for the rest of your life was kind of set there. Like you said, you kind of had this hard edge to you. Yeah. You knew you wanted to fight. You liked that kind of tough lifestyle, whatever yeah. you want to call it. It sounds like you were into that super early. I, I was. I um. I got into it and, and it's the, the typical story. I walked into an MMA gym, thought I was like Billy Badass, got beat up by a 16 year old and, uh, and, and that was it. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't fall in love with the martial arts aspect like everyone else did. I, I saw um, a, a, a gentleman only a couple years older than me and I was 20. Um, I saw a, a really nice car out front, a nice house. He, the house that he had put his mom in um, and the success of the gym and um not an exaggeration. His name was on the door. So I, uh, I saw that and I was, I was kind of obsessed with like the, 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 I don't know if alchemy is the right word, the ability to take these, these things that nobody would ever pay attention to and build something really cool out of it. And, and something that would give kids opportunities. Like if you walked into a, a basketball gym and saw like a stack, of, a stack of a zebra mats or whatever, mm-hmm. you would be like, why is this not a jujitsu school? Whereas like 99% of people wouldn't see that. Right. And I I was, I was like obsessed with that capability. And then, um, so I started working at MMA gyms then in Nashville MMA. The, the owners there also owned a, a gi company called gameness. Um, I did, I, I ran gameness for the next few years and that put me in, in contact on a professional level with lots of, Mm. of people in the jujitsu game. And, um, yeah, through that, worked at a couple of different schools. Where all of that culminated was um, in 2009, I opened the Tennessee Virginia Jiu-Jitsu Academy with uh, a good friend of mine. Um, my role was uh, an early entry kind of, um, you know, I-, I knew I could get them 100 students in six months, and I really liked these guys. So uh, we did it. Great school, still there. Um, and then I, I kind of saw two things, like girls pay their bills and guys don't. And and at this time, nobody cared about being a fighter anymore. So mm. I, I got really obsessed. Um, this was two years after title, two or three years after title had launched their, their, their clubs or whatever. Um, and those were just put there to sell product. That's, that's all it is. So after they put title out or whatever, I, I saw a couple things. Um, one, it shouldn't be a bunch of little locations. It should be one big box because people will drive if you're doing the right thing before mm. you ask for their money. Two, it was like a primary color soup. And three, they they wouldn't sell any other brands. And if you fix those problems, um, and I call them problems intentionally, if you fix those, you'll make kickboxing safer, more acceptable or accessible to, to more people. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, just look fucking cool, right? <laughs> so, uh, so that's what I did. Um, I opened up in, in 2010. Um, I, I jokingly say I started the neon, but um, I don't know if it's a joke to it. In 2010, I, I opened a gym in uh, in Nashville. Um, still there, sold my interest in, in 2015 or so. So I, I take no credit for anything before that, but or after that rather. But I had this idea, and I I, I like saw I saw the way to learn how to kickbox different. And I just called it fitness so that it would sell. But if you right. looked at this gym, like any of these people could take an amateur fight in kickboxing and kickboxing and do really well from, from that gym. So what my career became was either um, 
consulting to grow or contracting to open slash save uh, gyms that had kind of bought into the the same mode of operation. Sick. Yeah. So was, you were bar rescue, but gym rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a <laughs> lot, a lot of, man, I, you know, I, I tend to like look a lot, like I'm saying things meaner than I am. So I would always have to have a translator. Like I'll ask someone, uh, um, and I would always bring my little sister with me. I'll ask someone a question and like, oh my God, that dude's a dick. And I'm like, I just asked why you like weren't wearing shoes or like something. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, after that, I, um, I ended up later in, I guess like September, October of 2013, I, um, I moved to Mexico. Um, I lived there for just under five years. Um, and I worked as a, a dive master and a rescue diver while I was there. There's a, a little Island, um, just off the coast of Cancun. It's like eight miles out. It's called Isla Mujeres. It's two square miles and it's, uh, it's the most beautiful place on earth. And so I saw it and was like, Oh man, fuck Nashville. And I, <laughs> and I, and I left, um, being at, uh, in Mexico was awesome. It taught me a lot and, and to bring it all back around, um, I met my, my better half in Nashville and around COVID, you know, at, at its, at its height, um, she was like, Hey, I'm from this tiny town in Southwest Pennsylvania. You want to go whatever we looked it up and, and I had really been craving going back to a small town. That's what it was in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Was, a couple thousand people in this little island, right. you know, 12 last names for the sure. most part. Sure. Um, and Connells was a lot like that. And in the same rate, like respect folks in Connells will have, um, almost the same dynamic. It's weird. You can't, you can't just move there. You, you gotta, in a, in a, in a, and this is an outsider's perspective. You gotta like be let in, you know what I mean? Like they, um, they, they don't, they don't accept half-ass down there. You know nice. what I'm saying? So, even like when, when Nicole and I opened this gym, we, we knew going into it that if, if you don't give 150%, mm. a county of rip you in half, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, and, and, and that's why we, that's why we call it fight County to go all the way back to that. Okay. We were at, okay. um, we were at the, the IKF East and, um, let me tell you something about Jason Molnix. I, you, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that understands the mechanics of power as produced by legs better than Jason Molnix. Nice. Straight up. That is a straight ringing up. endorsement for sure. It's the, the eggplant bruises on my legs. Will endorse it. He, um, the, yeah. So with Jason, he went down there. Um, his performance was incredible and everyone, you know, was having a hard time saying Connellsville. Um, lots of people were asking us where we were from. And at some point Fayette County turned into fight County and we didn't argue. That's even better. So we, we <laughs> just uh, rolled with it. That's it. That's it. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. We'll so see. that's how I first met you. Obviously that mm -hmm. when Jason fought for us and you were in his corner. So we met you there and have kind of just kept in touch ever since then. Mm -hmm. No, you wanted to come on the podcast, but dude, you've unleashed so many layers that as you're talking, I'm like, I gotta talk about this. Gotta talk about this. There's just, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, but I well, wanna... Let me real quick. Um, I yeah. actually, and, and not to correct you, I actually wasn't in Jason's corner. I, I, I wanted to be, um, Jason and I met three weeks prior to that fight just because okay. he was coming in. He, he, obviously the dude sees Muay Thai on the wall in his town. He's like, what is this? Gotta so, do this. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So he came in, we met, um, held pads for him and, um, and then, and then the fight was like three weeks later. So I okay. came up with him to the, to the weigh-ins just cause okay. I, I was like, Hey go. man, can I go up there and kick it with you? So nice. just wanted to say that I didn't want to take credit from, from, okay. um, not know, Jeremy and Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I use that term kind of like you were, you were with him. Yeah. yeah you weren't yeah, yeah. literally in his corner during the fight, but you were with his 
posse. It yes, sir. We'll put yes, it that sir. way. Put it that way. But yeah, dude. So I got to run it the whole way back to like 20 year old you going into an MMA gym thinking you're Mr. Badass. Mm-hmm. What kind of combat sports training did you have at that point? Zero. Zero. Oh, okay. nothing. Dude. Okay. Nothing. Just just literally thought that I was tough because I did like really well outside of punk rock shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like Waffle House undefeated. Oh, records. bro. That's me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. And like I was. um yeah, we were we were shameless back then, man. We didn't yeah. care. Swing on side. If they were looking at you, lucky them. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it was um it's it's in a, I'm, I'm joking about it now, but I have um I have leaps and bounds grown past the 20-year-old that we are discussing. So right. I, I laugh about this person almost in in third person in a weird way. Um but yeah, yeah, no, I I knew absolutely nothing other than I thought that I was tough and I was wrong. Yeah. That's like, the case. Like you said, for so many people, they think they can do it. I mean, you can find yeah. endless videos on YouTube of gym challenges. And it's just like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? What are you doing, dude? Yep. So I did. Um, I did jujitsu for a, a couple of years. Wasn't um, I wasn't I wasn't um, mentally or emotionally um, capable to handle the, the 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 journey that really biting down on on brazilian jiu-jitsu seemed mm-hmm. to to provide for those that i was really close to so i had um uh the 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 gentleman that i've called coach since i've you know put a gi on or whatever his name's Corey robinson he uh he's a world champion um what, seeing his jiu-jitsu journey seeing seeing gentlemen um around him at that time and and, and being from uh, a Lloyd Irvin school in the early 2000s, which some people know what that means. It, um, I was, I was surrounded by real greatness on, on jujitsu mats and as much fun as I had, there were, there would be 70 folks on the mat every night and, mm. and, and none of them were hobbyists. Right. And so right. R- with running the school and running gameness, um, we had a, we had a lot to do. So I, 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 I had a lot of fun with it. Striking is where I, I kind of found my forte and what I, what I liked about it instantly was holding pads. The first time I held tie pads, that was it. That was it. I didn't care. I didn't care about fighting. Never have, never will. Don't want to, don't care. And, um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I love coaching the to, 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 to have a, especially now with, with YouTube, right. And we can get into visual references in a second, but to, to have an individual that sees a visual reference, right? Like a, a pro fighter and says, without having that capability or capacity says, I want to do that. And then steps in and, and, and says, they want to do that to, to, to watch that physical growth of, of these motions, like expand all the way out, right? They're, they're punching, they're flailing, right? Is like the, the visual cue. They're, they're all the way out with it. And then you start to tighten it back up and, and then things get cleaner and then you loosen it up again and make it more playful. And, and they start to understand different dynamics of this thing. And then you tighten it back up again and you, you put, I got more constraints around the way they're learning it. Yeah. Um, and that's always, some folks have that about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I love Jiu Jitsu. It's so much fun, but striking. I don't know. <laughs> There's something about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I it sounds it. like, like I listen to John Danaher talk a lot and obviously his obsession is one of the wildest that mm-hmm. you ever hear of anybody with anything in yeah. any walk of life. I'm envious of it. Yeah. His, mm-hmm. his obsession with jujitsu is just unbelievable the way mm-hmm. people, but it sounds like you have that to a degree with striking. Like you just love it different. There's something about it where like, oh, you, yeah. you don't get tired of it. Mm-mm, never, never, yeah. never. There is. Um, and I think, I, I think one of the biggest things I like is that they're, they're right and wrong or fluid concepts. And that mm-hmm. doesn't exist in a, in a lot of spaces. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, I, one of the, 
the I'll, I'll I'll just say the the term and people can go with it there if they want to. Uh, ecological dynamics, perception, action, coupling, self-determination theory, self-organization theory. These are all things that I, I put into training and it makes our, our, our classes, um, our curriculum air quotes on purpose look vastly different than most. Um, some don't see that as, as the right way to do it, mm -hmm. but, um, again, right and wrong are fluid concepts based only on efficacy as it comes to striking. So right. who's right and who's wrong if someone's winning. That's a great point. Yeah, Did you yeah. have that idea for a curriculum, air quotes, like that all along? Or is that something you developed over time? Um, uh, I would say developed over time, but not in a linear progression. Sure. So I... Um what really did it was, was as I, as I got back into this, you know, I've never coached a, a, a full team. I've been part of a coaching team or I've been, um, you know, the, the, the striking coach, I've never coached a full team and, and really managed all of those emotions and expectations and, 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 and um, excitements and disappointments and everything. Right. When I started noticing that something was working was when I looked at the, the opponent's of the three people we had we had three different fighters go down to the psychiatrist that jason um got his championship at when i looked at them and who their opponents were they were no joke we mm -hmm. um we fought a kid and i i apologize if i don't say his name uh correctly it was michael groth he was out of sbg in atlanta sbg is a banger of a gym circuit right they know what they're doing right. this kid's been training he fought a couple point competitions and um he won split decision. You know, if, if you don't want it to get to go to the judges, don't give him a say in it. Right. But, uh, and, and Samuel gave him a say, uh, they went with the other gentleman and it is what it is. Um, after the fight, um, respectfully, I'll say Sam was in great shape and, and the, the gentleman he fought, uh, opted to not continue in the tournament. Right. Um, due to injury, whatever that is. Um, when you look at uh, Jason's, um, one opponent was 2-0. and oh. The other gentleman, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, really tough guys. And uh, and and Jason did it. He, he, he did it. Um, and then you had uh, Morgan, young lady, went down there and, and fought with us too. Morgan, uh, the the girl she fought, is... Um, has a very close relationship with, with, with her, her crew, whoever they are in, in, in each other's lives. He's an awesome, um, awesome coach. Um, she has been training for a number of years, um, from my understanding. And, and, and if I'm wrong, I'm confident I'll get corrected in whatever comments are. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, she's been training for a number of years, been to Thailand from my understanding. Um, and, and was, a, was a tough chick. Um, Morgan put up a really good fight and it went to a split decision. Morgan started training like 90 days before that. And Samuel had, um, had trained with me for, I don't know, maybe two weeks longer than that. Um, wow. Jason, same thing. So when I look at the, the years of, of experience from successful, from coaches that have been successful in their fighting careers. And then I look at the performance of the folks that we've had. Um, and then someone says, Oh, well, he's never fought before. I don't know. Excuse me for not caring. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like yeah. what my, my job as a coach isn't to, um, stand here and be this, like, um, be this level of mastery that you maybe can attain in 10 years. My job is to, is to use my words and my actions from things that I see to expand your ability to strike a person across from you. If they don't want you to, if they have an equal amount of training and the way that we do that is by showing you the picture mm -hmm. more. So when, when, when Morgan went in there, she was used to seeing that picture and where, where this really came from was looking at all three of their fights and saying, 
they did they did really good and i expected them to um but after after 90 do 100 days of training why did i have that expectation right and right. and um i think there there's a lot there that i'm still learning and um i think i'll be wrong about a lot of it i'll be right about a lot of it and and what will shake out uh i'm confident it's going to look a lot different than a lot of other gyms but um I'm really, really, uh, I'm equally confident in the results we're going to have. Well, I'm super impressed, man, with what you've done, like you said, in such a short period of time. And I mean, not even just with devotion, obviously being a new kickboxing club in, in Fight County. I'm going to start calling it That's that. It. I like that. That's it. But even with your own progression, you said you walked into an MMA gym when you were 20. You can't be older than 40 now like how no, old are pushing, you pushing pushing i'm 38 really? yeah, yeah 38 yeah, okay dude. you'll uh, hear me say i'm 40 a lot and i get but yeah i yeah i, I, I would have thought like 35 six if i had to make an actual guess I'll take i'm it. like I, you don't seem much older than me for sure but that in that short of a period of time to have it distilled down the way you do into a air quotes curriculum i like that too that's working for people that clearly you know what you're doing like how how did you jam what seems like 30 40 years worth of learning into essentially like 10 years i love being wrong yeah yeah i love it i love it that's i love good. it i love being that's wrong if it, and 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 I even like to draw it back to the ecological dynamic stuff that i was talking about if this 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 um way of doing things that i'm trying to guide us towards ends up being wrong the only way by definition that that would be wrong is if something else um to use your words distills itself as right and mm -hmm. and in within that distillation i will you know it comes down to ones and zeros you know what i mean yep. and you'll see that right way come up i just and it's and it's not even um it's not even like i i disagree with like the way that people do it, I think I just see it different. And, and this is like the, the, the way that I s see all of it. Right. If, um, if I took, if, if, if I took you and I, right. And, uh, and we, we, we put, um, never had seen a basketball hoop before, never had seen anything. Right. But we put uh, a bag of money over there and we put a hoop right there, a hoop right here and a ball in the middle. And then 30 seconds later, a bell rang. Mm -hmm. We would as, as human beings existing in, an, an ecosystem our, our 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 perception would give us the rules of the game and it would tell our body how to act we would know to 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 drop low and get the ball we would know not to slam it in the hoop behind us but how do we know that right um and and i think that if you allow um those behaviors to to work together and grow um you know, with these visual references, i i i can i can tell when someone does something because they saw it on youtube and when i taught them that but at the same time, I, I I can also see this like, oh shit, coach didn't teach me that on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, mm -hmm. I don't have to teach it to you if it's working, run it. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And I, I think that a lot of dynamics might be set up to, um, you know, take these 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 things that a a um, a coach has fought his whole career and done really well, right? He has learned all of these things, um, and he has learned them by definition through essentially ecological dynamics and self-organization theory he knows when he walks into an mma fight that he might strike he might grapple but he's not going to know that answer until he perceives something from his opponent either an afforded opening or i don't know something coming at him yeah you're touching on something extremely interesting there i think and how much do you notice with your guys you always hear this like you'll hear fighters say it. it's so cliched but i think there is something to it some guys are just born fighters mm -hmm. some are not fact can you tell right off the bat working with somebody like this guy 
might have something here. Like he might get it. Yes, yes, hundred percent. But um, but after after you you kind of make that determination, there is a, a question of what what kind of fighter they are. There are people that uh fight with their minds and they and and working their minds and 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 being wrong kind of soothes their their intellect, which is what they are there to to soothe. And then there are folks who are more um physically based and they will um kind of do their own thing as they've seen it work before and mm -hmm. um but it but it but it doesn't mean if you don't work and and um i'm loosely paraphrasing but if you point them in a direction they'll they'll run right through it you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. um i think that um i heard this on on another podcast the other day and i've been so i've been listening to so many of them that i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know who to attribute this this thought <laughs> process to but um when you I can't quote them that close. Go ahead. Go you're gonna, ahead, you're gonna yeah, worry about messing it up. I am. I no, am that's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. They, you didn't say the podcast, so nobody's gonna even know who you messed up. True. True. <laughs> I think. I think that. I think that there's a, a lot of times where, where, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll just say it like this. I think there's a lot of times where someone would say, "Oh, um, you know, you can't just teach someone uh, skills." You know, like if I were to say, "What is the the, the basics or or fundamentals or foundation or, or skills or whatever whatever you want to call that I, I believe they're all different but to generalize that if you were to ask nine out of ten people what they think the, the the basics are required to to practice this this sport this retail sport um i think my answer would be a lot different and that's that's what i attribute it to i don't think the basics are jab cross hook left knee low right leg kick i think that those are the strikes that result as an entry level beginning of what the, the the basics are. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't think the basics is in the strikes. The basics is in how you move. Um, the basics is in how you see your opponent. And and to go back, the basics is in if you're if you're tough or not. You know what I'm saying. There there are fighters. Um, Mikey Musumeci, the kid, the kid was never going to be a bully at mm -hmm. school. But there's God, is that kid's not the best practitioner has ever put a gi on yeah you know what i'm saying unbelievable so to say he's not tough would be would be dumb because ridiculous he, right yeah. but both of these entities whether intellectual or physical they put themselves in the same arena with the same objective and the same goal our objective is we're going to come in here one of us gets our hand raised six minutes from now who's it going to be so whatever path you're, you're you're taking to get there you're you're forced into a situation where you now have to perform within these parameters and accomplish an objective um faster than 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 your opponent whether you do that intellectually or mentally i think makes no difference as long as you're being coached for your body style it will do me no good to to teach a, a, a lanky dude like myself that tyson style boxing because i'm not built like tyson mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. when you've got a class and you call it a beginner class or an all levels class or a fundamentals class that's just a kind of a complacent way to teach 20 people that are shaped entirely different how to do the same thing that might work for one of them once against one person yep. on one night yeah and i think that's a weird way to do it it's super interesting man i've i've played guitar since i was like 12 13 years old and okay. i love guitar and the thing in guitar the analogy i'll make with this that i think it carries over to pretty much every walk of life but like you always hear you like pantera like dimebag daryl mm -hmm. okay you always Rest hear like, <laughs> like how how does Dimebag get his tone? How did he get that tone? And and people know the exact gear he had. You you could plug me in though to that, and I'm not gonna sound like Dimebag still. It's his bones. So they always say like tone is in the hands in mm -hmm. guitar. I think there's something with that with athletes as well. Like you're saying, like you can teach two guys a left hook the same way, but 
one guy's going to throw it a little differently than the other guy. Mm -hmm. It's not a one size fits all solution. Nope. And I, I guess my my biggest question that I I find that I'll probably have the most challenge is why would you? Right. But so many people do. That's the interesting part of it to me. Well, it's like weird, isn't it? There's a lot of people out there to bring it back to guitar just because I know more about that. Like they think I'm going to go out and buy all the stuff Dimebag used and sound just like Dimebag, mm -hmm. but you won't. Right. And, and, and you know, it's, it's kind of a shame there, too, because um, Dimebag's sound, that tone, right, that, that you can literally hear when you talk about it, if you know yeah. what we're talking about, um, that tone arrived into existence organically yeah. it, it arrived he embraced it, his originality he's like this is my thing yeah exactly, exactly he wasn't trying to sound like eddie van halen nope. he was like i'm gonna be dime bag i'm gonna i'm gonna understand these these fundamentals right uh as best i can and then i'm gonna perform them to the best of my ability sure and 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 it would have been a tragedy if some guitar teacher had sat down and said no no do it like this <clears throat> yeah Right. Do you, so do you find that as an instructor for fighting that you have to let guys like, dude, you got a mean right hand? Use it. I don't oh, know 100%. why. Use it. hundred yeah. percent. And like and we'll we'll play um we'll play a lot of games that really focus on what what folks are good at. Right. And and then they look up at the end of class and, the, the, you know, this is the same person that might not have wanted to spar. But you look up after 90 minutes, they've been they maybe caught a couple through a couple their mouthpieces in and they're covered in sweat. Like, what do you <laughs> think that is? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. um I don't know. It doesn't have to be pretty to work. It doesn't have to be angry to be effective. Uh, there's a all you got to do is a, uh, is accomplish the objective. You 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 touch the targets. That's it. And nice. and and if you can get them to understand like their body, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Um, and that it is a challenge, right? Like, look, I'm not I'm not saying that 20 people come to a Thai boxing class, and I'm gonna walk around and and give 20 different things to do, right? But a lot of the things that we do, um, uh, um. I'll re reference one of the young ladies that we have. She's she's been uh, Thai boxing with us since basically we've been doing it there. Um, strong Taekwondo background. So in the beginning, kind of before we before I started seeing things this way, I was um, I felt myself being what I what I now consider was way too over uh, over prescriptive with mm -hmm. her. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you have to step that left foot out. Like that hip has to come over what's 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 guiding me to say the word has to right is 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 based on um performance that i've seen with other folks that 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 have similar abilities or or whatever but tori has seven to ten years of seeing that picture differently right so so we can either spend three years eliminating that so that she can throw her kick like i throw mine or we can spend a year and turn her into a monster so that's kind of the that's kind of the plan. Spend a year and turn her into a monster instead. It's cool that you keep such an open mind with stuff like that. Do you think that's because when you first entered the gym, you didn't have a formal background? So you've kind of been molded as oh, yeah. you were an adult. You didn't have bad habits, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I firmly think so. And if I did have bad habits, it was just being not tough at all. <laughs> um, but... You know, back in the day, man, like if, if you wanted to learn something, the only way information was was, uh, was disseminated was through getting in a car, driving a couple hours and just seeing some dude that like happened to be in town or to like pay a, a bunch of money, go to a seminar. Yep. And it was because the information wasn't out there. It's not because necessarily they were better at it than the next guy. Right. There's 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 um, an uncountable amount of jujitsu practitioners you could do seminars with at your school yeah. and, and get great jujitsu out of that. Right may not have the Instagram name, whatever with, with, with striking, like they, I, I think I, I think I have to have an open mind. I don't think it's up to me anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, 
these these folks have a visual reference of what they're about to ask of their of their body and and i i i the time of needing to provide them that visual reference is 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 past you yeah. know what i'm saying it, it like youtube changed jujitsu and 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 tiktok changed striking you know what i'm saying like literally it, it, it changed it like um and honestly, it is what it is. I attribute it to turning the camera sideways. Anyway, um, so because now you could do fun striking videos, right? Vertical, run it. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, they've got all these visual references. You know what I mean? There's there's um, Jason's fight, for instance. Had I had I been um, and I don't even think I was open minded enough. But had I been more closed, uh, there's there's two combinations in particular that I know that we ran the sequence on a lot that were extremely effective in 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 one of which brought the W home. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I would have, as a coach, closed that door based on um, the style of kicking that, that that he was using or whatever being kind of foreign to me. And it's not that I disliked it; it's that I I I knew that there was nothing that I could provide to enhance it. Right. right. And my job is to enhance his ability, not 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 um, not maintain it. Right. He can maintain it in his garage. My job is to be a funnel of knowledge into this dude and all of them, right? Anyone that we work with and, and, and allow them to, to use that knowledge. And it's weird, like only in martial arts, do you, do we still have that? Like, Oh no, 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 but they said it's right. Kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you go into, in a lot of, in a lot of ways, I, I'll say a little particularly more in, in no gi competition, that's kind of gone away, but in a lot of ways, it's like it still wasn't a sport yet, and tradition mm. wasn't letting it be a sport yet, right? But if you look at a lot of these young kids, like they don't care to know the history. Like, I think lineage is important. I think it's I think it's cool. I can totally understand why um, uh, someone twenty years my junior wouldn't care because he's learning a sport, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, tons of kids play baseball and don't give a shit who started it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Who taught you how to swing like yeah, absolutely. that? Absolutely. Fucking cares basketball is a really extreme example of that mm -hmm. i feel like kids nowadays playing basketball i watch some games and it's like they're all playing for instagram views and tiktok oh, yeah. like they're celebrating every made layup i'm like what happened to basketball it's weird <laughs> isn't it it's weird and like the whole the whole dynamic changes even even um you know specifically in combat sports i feel but yeah that that dynamic change of getting that that content is is wild and, unbelievable and it's 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 so new to me and mm -hmm. i don't personally have those those aspirations in my life so it's right. never a goal I said, I actually, and um, if you are uh, someone at Devotion that this has happened to, I tell people, no, they can't record all the time. And I feel like a jerk about it, but it's not what we're there for. Right. You know, what we, what the, the, the those, 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 those fights are, are one long before you go into the lights and, and it doesn't count with, with letting people know what you're cooking. Yeah. I think you said something really important earlier when you said, I love being proven wrong and you've, said various things throughout this podcast that show how kind of elastic your mind is in general. Thanks. When did you know that you had that though? That's a, that's a really important quality that so many people don't have. And, and for me personally, like I, I don't know, I feel like I have that and maybe that's just me projecting being, you know, a little arrogant, like, Oh, that's the way to be. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's super important. I found myself in so many situations in my life where being flexible and being able to say, yeah, I was definitely wrong about that. It's super helpful oh, for yeah. somebody. Yeah. So when people don't do that, I'm like, dude, you're, you're missing the point. Like, yeah, no, 100%. When did and you realize you were like that, though? I haven't always been. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, no, That's no. interesting. Yeah, I haven't always been. No, I, um, I, and it's, and it's not, I don't want to say I haven't always been. I've always been very objective, very. Okay. And, and being, being objective can put you at odds 
uh, with with groups that might have a, a certain emotional connection to something if if you don't agree and, and my disagreement is based on objectivity yeah. so I, I um I think uh, I think that I um, I don't know I was wrong so much I could either be okay with it or hate it and that was it so there's a um, I like failure a lot I, I've I've started um, started sold whatever I've 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 had about six different brick and mortar companies and some of them product based some of them um, local sales based some of them fitness based some of them martial arts based and I think that 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 um, an ability to understand that you're not the best at everything is is really really important like I I think our website sucks I think it's the best one that I can make and I I I, I um, if anyone wants to make us one you're welcome to I I've, I know I'm not the best at it but that's the best I can do and uh, I think that a lot of times mastery in in one can can be perceived as mastery and all i think i'm a great kickboxing coach i would never try to be someone's mma coach because i don't know the jujitsu base to couple these actions with but i can see where the couplings occur mm -hmm. which is why i like that so nice. i think um when i realized i i was i when i'll say when i became and really started um adopting that in my life i don't know couple years ago four or five years ago this is a recent development yeah. that's interesting yeah for sure nice for sure you don't see especially you don't see that often you don't see an adult that's set in their ways so to speak change. yeah you can't teach an old dog new tricks right but right you right learned, you learned a new trick <laughs> yeah i guess i did i um i uh yeah i don't know i i i think i make um I see this is like totally down a rabbit hole. I see kind of everything as a population war and uh, even even as it, it relates to the um the emotions that we regulate within ourselves, right? I think that I think everything is a population war, everything. Um and I think that at some point um I I uh allowed um doubt to win the population war over objectively based confidence in a certain arena. I, I, I questioned, um, I wondered for a long time if I had fallen into the same trap of mastery of one mastery at all. Mm, you know, right. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it took a, a lot of, of introspection. Um, um, you know, I don't drink, right. So yep. a lot of introspection, um, and a lot of, uh, a lot of putting myself in mentally uncomfortable positions to be able to see that if other decisions at certain times would have produced a result that now I saw as better than you don't have to regret something to understand the impact of having made a different decision at that time. Yeah. And that's when I started being extremely introspective about um, pretty much every decision that I make, like everything, even, even down to coming on the podcast, you know what I mean? There will um, folks that never knew devotion's name will now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that in itself is is even a, a microscopic population more that I don't really know if I want to fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but sure. but uh, what I do want to do is is give uh, put put hands on some of some of these 24 seven <laughs> fighters. Uh, when I first came to the fight, and and I, I don't mean this, and in, in, in there is look, these athletes get in there and they bust their butts. These coach bust their butts. I um I was really outsider looking in um, when I came to the first fight. Really stoked on the level of like like fun that it looked like they were having in the cage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a few different uh, kind of like visual memories that stick. Like one of these kids did like just sick grand beat out of a, a back take attempt that I thought was super gnarly. There was, um, there was, uh, I, I forget. 
uh, Josh Roller. Is that, yeah. is that an okay? Yep. yep. Um, he was the main event. Watching that, night. that dude. I, yeah, yeah. It was a great yep. fight. Um, that was that was my my um, my first experience seeing Kama fight live. That was awesome to watch. That fight, man, was was if if you're listening to me right now, my voice, and and you haven't seen that fight, go watch it. It's it's rad. These dudes went off. Um, little things like that. But but for the most part, um, Pennsylvania amateur rules are really weird. And I think there might be a more effective way to get a W if competing for the rule set is maximized. And without giving away our sauce, our future (laughs) This is very interesting. That's that's where I'll leave it. Nice. What a cliffhanger on that, dude. Yeah. So that's a battle we fight all the time, as you can imagine. When we're getting guys from out of state or trying to get guys from out of state, we hear it a lot. We won't fight in PA amateur. Mm -hmm. At least advanced amateur allows ground and pound to the head, takes off the shin guards. It makes it a little better. So when I I was working with JT the other day, he said something about advanced amateur. I... um, what 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 are the, the the differences and actually what are what are the Pennsylvania rules specifically like I know I mean I know what I saw right right but um I know like obviously like like the no face ground kind of thing yeah what what specifically changes when it goes over to advanced and what what can like in like what can trigger that change so advanced you need three fights and a winning record okay so you need to be three and zero or two and one or you know whatever combination there the right, two, right, right. two and two works as well usually something like that. You lose the shin guards. It's a three-minute round. And so no softies two, or anything. Bones. Just bones, boy. Just bones. And two-minute rounds become three-minute rounds, and you can ground and pound to the head. You still can't head kick. You still can't knee to the head. Okay. Everything else pretty pretty much the same. Oh. Yeah. So you lose... Can... What, to, like, this might sound like a random question. When... um, If someone signs up for, say, a kickboxing fight, right... Um, specifically with like an IKF or whatever. Um, there's you you put every every sport you've competed in. Mm-hmm. Does 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 so? For instance, Jason, uh, you know, obviously brought up you know put his MMA fight down and in own one or whatever. Um, and that does that does count as having a fight. So the way their divisions are are broken up, you know, you're triggered into the division above you not by how long you've been training, mm-hmm. but but by um straight up how many fights you've had total. Does Pennsylvania, if they were to see total examples sake, a two and O kickboxing record, a own one MMA record, would that would that qualify approval for an advanced amateur? I doubt it, but it does make a case. It does okay. make a case. I think if those two fights were officially sanctioned by a sanctioning body that then shows up in it's called the MMA registry. It's a database of all fights. Okay. It's like the fight Bible. Got you. And our commissioner bases his decisions solely off whatever shows up in that database. So, for example, we've had fighters where if you Google them on Tapology, right, they're like right, right. five and one. And they're legit records. Right. right. And, and they did have those fights. They are five and one. But in the database, three of those fights weren't sanctioned. So you look two and one to yeah. the commissioner or something like that. Like just making up numbers, obviously. 
he only uses the database. So like, if it's not in there, it doesn't matter what topology says or whatever. He doesn't trust it. It's not going to fly. I was going to say, and and, and there's probably a rock hard line that has to get drawn. Exactly. And I I see it both ways. I think it's crazy when you can find the fight on YouTube and send it to him and be like, it it happened, dude, this is it. Like We're watching. I wonder, I wonder if that decision is based on not trusting if the fight happened or not, but based on the quality and context of the fight as the opponent provided. 100%. That's it. That's the case. Cause like we, we could, we could, yeah. yeah, 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 makes sense. It it honestly does. It's it's frustrating, of course, when you're matching and it makes things harder, but it does make sense for sure. Is that um? <laughs> is that why? Is that why? Let's let's talk. Let's talk UFC in Pittsburgh. What's up? Okay, there? they came what twice now? Three times now? Twice or three times? Three times. Three times? Hmm. Haven't been since when was that last one? Sixteen, two thousand sixteen or so. Why? I think the UFC doesn't like our commission. Honestly, that's, that's like the bad. best. I mean, you guess. know what I mean? Like that's like the best yeah, guess. Yeah. yeah, we yeah we could paint that, but um, I mean, clearly sports do well in Pittsburgh, right? Clearly, right. there's a market for combat sports in Pittsburgh. Well, there's a ground fighting base. Yeah. These these kids come out of the womb with a single. If on. Bo Nickel fought in Pittsburgh, like yeah, that makes perfect sense. People would come out and see him. I don't know, man. I I can't answer why they haven't been back. <laughs> Our guess is they don't like Pennsylvania. Yeah, working with Pennsylvania because they haven't been back to Philly or anything either. I don't think. But, so. but you guys, you guys, uh, 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 what the the end goal of twenty four seven? I would I would assume is probably to and, and correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, but probably has something to do with building a stable of 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 young men and women that can that can transfer into that upper level, and you can have have um you know confidence and 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 build an awesome arena that they can earn that spot in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's not explicitly our goal by any means. I wouldn't say that. Like we're not like we want to become a UFC feeder system. That's right. not our not our end goal by any means. World if domination. Why not? <laughs> when it happens, it's cool. Like when our pro champion gets signed to the UFC or Bellator, which has happened for everybody except Ethan Goss. Where are you guys at for Ethan? Help yeah. Ethan out. He needs <laughs> He needs to go. We're tired of him fighting for us now. But uh but yeah, man, it's not really the end goal. I would say more so our focus is here building that base. It's exactly what you said. The grappling base in Pennsylvania, huge, especially Western PA, massive. It's so untapped. Like the world, I mean, being that you haven't been here quite as long as most, yeah. there have been MMA organizations before us, mm-hmm. and none of them have had more than 21 events. Right. They've never okay. lasted. Never. We're coming up on our 19th. Yeah. This be our 19th one. Good for you. And we see these missed opportunities that people have had throughout the years. So we're trying not to miss those opportunities. To put what, it that way. If if I can pry a little, and I know this is like I'm not trying to turn the mic around. <laughs> what what are what are some of those like like the differences that if you were to say three main differences between 24 seven and 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 say um, I don't know a, a similar regional organization. What what would be the the first three that come to mind? This would get a chair because this Let's is a fun it. answer for you. Let's first do it, of all. dude. Let's I have it. my answer, but we we got to hear Ryan's because well, I'm, I'm what I'm kind of what I'm I guess what I'm kind of reaching for without saying it is I I, I have a, a really strong feeling that the best the best way to describe the way that I see training striking is going to be really similar to the way that you see how to build mm, an amateur okay. championship organization. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that? that's fun. Hang on, we're gonna take a two second pause. He said he sees a lot of similarities in how he's trying to build a fight team, a kickboxing club, as us building a successful pro-am organization in Western PA. That he's, 
I assume, seen a lot of missed opportunities by other gyms and trainers and things like that. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to adjust that camera. You got that? Thanks, dude. Noise. Get all, get, all cozy. get all get all cozy up. Cozy up, why? But yeah, dude, that's an awesome question, first of all. Ryan's yeah. gonna, I, Ryan's I would, gonna I would have just, fun with that. Yeah, I'd love to hear what those <laughs> answers are. Let me get this whole thing up. Let me get all this out of your way. Uh, has he been has he been calling you sir? Uh, he hasn't bowed yet. He did say so. There's, there's, there's been a lack of bowing. I can't believe you let him stay in the room this long. He's let he's let the fame get to his head. It didn't take no, long. Dude, I've, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've only been in the room a little bit. I got a green shirt. <laughs> nice. All all settled in, Daniel. Young Danny Paul. Daniel. All right. He good. All right. So thanks for sticking around. If that was a hard edit, sorry, guys. But Jamie asked the three major differences between how we're doing things versus these promotions that didn't last. And Ryan was kind of just hanging out in the corner listening. And I was like, I could answer this, but really, Ryan's the guy to answer this. And, and actually, if I can kind of, um, uh, you're going to hear me say the word parameter ton. If I can expand, expand the parameters of the question a, a little bit, um, I'm curious, not not as much as like what you guys are doing per se. So if, if it's something that you like see, like you're like, yes, like what we want to do with this organization is this, but you're not doing that right. yet. Like right. I see that as on that list. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I want first, I want to hear what your incorrect i mean your answer is and then and then i'll 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 tell what it actually is i think ryan's the first one because i know i don't know them all super well i know one of them pretty well that had another promotion but i don't know his you know business world or exactly what he was going in on i think ryan's by far the smartest businessman in terms of being a businessman that's run an mma organization in pittsburgh Knowing what I know about our financials and how we do things on that side, there's no way these other guys were doing this Mm -hmm. in terms of being this buttoned up with every dollar they spend, why they're spending it, and where they can spend more. That's the other thing with Ryan that I think people don't give him enough credit for because it's always the it's always the slimy promoter making money off fighters. That's just the stereotype. Like Ryan doesn't make money off this at all. And when he does, our podcast studio wasn't cheap, dude. Right. Like that this right. is where the money goes. I know. He reinvested. I know. I know what that is. I know. I know what that. Is. Yeah, we got. We got a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. 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 He, it's not cheap at all. He reinvests it into the company, and that's why it, you you've been to our shows. Like the mm-hmm. production's a little better than people are used to. The you know the things we do for the fighters is a little better than mm-hmm. people are used to, and we hear it all the time. That's not an accident. So these are like those small things super add up. And that's what I think the other promotions for sure were not dialed in on that level. And a lot of times I think they were too fighter friendly. Also, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they were spending a lot of money because they wanted to be cool with these guys and they wanted to be friends. And there's something to that. I certainly get that. And we want all those things too. It's just not enough to go. You can't sink yourself in the process. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, A hundred percent. So what I think, and, and I think it's those things, but, if I were to say one thing that that I think is I think we the previous or like so one organization 
was only focused on the future and the other organization was only focused on each event. Mm. So um, I think we have a good balance of those two. Um, one, one organization was spending money now because they were like, we're doing things the right way and we're heading in the right direction. And then when they didn't get that UFC fight pass deal that they were working toward and then the UFC sold mm-hmm. and then everything started over and it was mm-hmm. like, then they were like deflated Got because it. they hadn't been making money along the way. And they were, had their eye on something the out there that changed, just right? changed on them. Yeah. Right? So that's, that's the big, that's the, that's the one organization. The other organization didn't really look at head at all. They wanted to make money as much money on or, or just make money. Like it's hard to make money in this business. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for a long time, they were having shows and not making money and not being profitable. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a lot of work. And that's one of the things that one of the, you know, the one promoter said to me is like, I don't know if I'm having another show. It's a lot of work. Like there's no money in it. Like, and, and so I think, you know, they were just looking at one show at a time and trying to figure out like, how do we make money this time? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the, the the ultimate was I didn't start this like because I was trying to make money right mm-hmm. like that was never a part of the like goal the 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 goal was to have a successful organization that was long term like was going to make it long term and was going to be able to be profitable mm-hmm. and and when it started becoming profitable that meant I could hire someone mm-hmm. and it started becoming you know we started to get make a little bit of leeway and then because I've, I've never been paying myself mm-hmm. so like that's why i have to own another business because that's the <laughs> one that i actually make money yep and like i'm jealous of this yeah. guy here because i this is what i want to be doing right all the time. right <laughs> but I, I don't get to do that mm-hmm. right so um so i think having that balance of and 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 listen these guys will be the first to say like i'm gonna make I'm going to challenge them if they want to spend money. Like if they're, if, if, if it's worth spending, we'll then spend I, I will spend Absolutely. it. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm also going to challenge them in every way possible. Think about all the different things. And like, there was a, a, a guy on the, our last card that if, if, if they wouldn't have convinced me to have him on the card, that card wouldn't have been nearly as successful as it was. Yeah. Who was it? It, it was, it was a fight. <laughs> I had of, to, it yeah, was, it was Victor. We talked about it. Okay. Yeah. It was Victor Lapari. He was he's a fighter in Vegas. He's from here. Something you learn in this industry that like everyone that wants to fight for you that's a pro, they'll they all tell you, I will sell t- oh yeah. Don't worry, I'll sell tickets. Yep. Like how many are you gonna sell? Oh dude, dude, 30, bro. Dude, dude <laughs> I will sell tickets. And I hear that all the time. So I'm like, no. Oh, I know, I know what you're referencing. And this dude sold tickets. This dude sold, dude tickets. sold yeah. tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, he sold more money in tickets than anyone ever for one show yeah. in our history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to. I, I could be wrong. I want to say JT had said something about dude just selling a ton of tickets. It was a dumb amount, man. Yeah, yeah if you good. were, if you were good there, for him, and like everybody there had his shirt on, so it was super obvious. Just looking at the crowd, like. 
you know what 200 time it was. people wearing that shirt. Yeah. Then he got knocked out. Unfortunately, that that mm. was the sad. After ending. dominating yeah. the first round, yeah. he did. He got he great got, fight. Honestly, he he he, yeah. he showed like a heck of a lot of skill. Like he's very talented and very very good. And we're hoping that um, October comes around and he and he's running back looking to come looking to come back so but yeah that is an example though where initially yeah. he was like zero percent chance we're bringing this guy in from vegas plus he's a pro so he costs more right yeah. off the bat and it's just like no this makes no sense and we were like listen we've talked to him repeatedly he also has a sales gig like he knows how to sell things mm-hmm. he's super motivated this guy swears he's going to sell at least 100 100 tickets was the number he gave us he swears he will and I don't remember if we did build into his contract anything. So we, that, didn't. we didn't, but that He's is an option trust. as well. There is like, you can obviously build that into yeah, a yeah. contract. Like if you don't sell at least 5,000, then the difference, you owe us that. $5,000. Like, yeah, yeah, right, five, right. Yeah, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously. But yeah, we didn't do that, but we could have done something like that. But right we, out We the are gate, doing that going forward. Yeah. Like that's a regular part of our, right. our, yeah. our, Contracts. Well, if you're spending money, if you're spending money, you have to. That's I the mean, thing. The, you know, like the, these, the, they got to commoditize themselves. And one of the one of the first conversations JT and I had was, um, there's no wrong answer here. But are we are we are we having fun? Do we want to be the guy that fought, or or do you want to stack up as 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 strong of an amateur career as you can, uh, make a make a debut and, and give this a run for it? You're 28 years old. What's up? Yep. You know what I'm saying. Yep. And um and he he really does want to make a career out of it now. JT, I mean, you guys met the guy. He's awesome, right? And, yeah, I love um, that dude. And the kid, he's got he's got power in his hands. He's uh, he he shows up, and that's honestly the most important thing. He, he shows up mentally too. Um, what uh, I, I will say, I have not watched JT's fight. Interesting. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Why is that by choice? Have you just not got around to it? Or are you avoiding it on purpose? Um, no, no, I didn't <laughs> think of that. Maybe now, yeah. Um, no, no, not at all. Um, I think. I think, um, and you know, J- I, Jason's a, a great friend of mine. He's 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 in the gym all, all the time, right? So, um, he kind of said that. Um, I guess JT's gas tank was just gone after that second round, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, he dominated early for sure. Strong wrestling. He was dominating. What everywhere. what 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 do you what do you think it was? And and I I don't know if I can ask your opinion. On that, I, guess, I mean, I talked to him after the fight to make sure he's okay and everything. He said his blood sugar dropped like crazy. Yeah, to me, it, it looked like an adrenaline dump, which we see with All especially day. debut amateurs a lot. And yeah. dude, I like we're not the UFC, but he was a big crowd. That 100%. was that would get you hype if you're oh, walking yeah. out with that crowd. He was picking him up over and over again and slamming him. Like firmly believe he could do the same to me all day. Trying to pick. <laughs> someone up in in and doesn't want to be who doesn't want to be picked up and slamming them <laughs> repeatedly takes a lot of energy yeah. oh the most it's it's so, using your three main muscle groups yep. to their max yep. repeatedly exactly so lactic that, acid that combination um and it being your debut and like that adrenaline like it's yeah yeah man and that's what i was telling him i was like look dude like like straight up like i don't care who tells you what first 10 fights they don't matter mm-hmm. they don't matter get in there learn from it figure out what you got to do perform perform at the level that, that you expect yourself to perform at next time and, and, and that's it go to work and yeah. that's um that's where that's where jt and i have started that's started awesome a couple weeks ago and i've been having um a lot of fun with him since. that's awesome yeah yeah i mean obviously you don't want to go out and get concussed in all mm-hmm. of your first 10 fights that's a problem Truth. at the same at the same Truth. you got to know what you're yeah. doing you got to know right. how to ride a bike well, you want to race the, the thing with me is if if you want to make a pro if you're trying to have the best amateur record like you can possibly have 
more power to you. Like mm-hmm. take fights you think you can win, and it's more take fun to win, fights. right? But I'm if sure. you if you want to be the best pro possible, Lose you need to, you need to fight. You need to see different looks. You need to like you need to be challenged. You need to mm-hmm. figure out. Okay, I'm not as good as I thought I was at mm-hmm. this. I'm yeah. not as good as I thought I was at that. You need to like take fights where someone's like. If you're good at taking like people down, find someone that's a great like, you know, has great takedown defense and make make you stand 100%. and like and like challenge yourself because you don't want to see things for the first time when you're a pro. And I see mm-hmm. guys see that all, all the time, all like a deer in headlights. Yep. And and that was that was where. So when I when I had said um, UFC Pittsburgh, what's up there? What I was what I was kind of getting at is like is is there. Um, because the amateur, I mean, what you described for advanced amateur doesn't doesn't sound much different than pro, right? No head kicks, no knees to the head, but shorter yeah. rounds. Yeah, they're, they're, it's not a, crazy. Because a lot of states, a lot of states will still makes like softies and stuff for for um, they go raw shins and amateur. Yeah, man. Yeah, advanced amateurs, no shin guards. I could see, I could see that being like very productive in the purpose of an amateur career you know what i'm saying sure. because you get that you get that 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 broomstick all day right yeah but um the the other one i, I see is counterproductive almost if you get because you know in an mma fight there is a I can't, I can't, I can't give it away. I can't, I can't. Well, you'll, you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> the no strikes to the head. Is that what you're saying is counterproductive? Towards, towards an amateur career to prepare you to yeah. compete at the highest level. I, Brian said, Absolutely. I, I, I think it's, that. I think it's dangerous. I, it teaches really bad habits to the guy on the, their back. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, I think it's bad. Yeah, it's super bad. Yeah. And, and what it's, what it's bad is, is like, okay, they can't strike me. I'm wearing shin guards, so they're not going to submit me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to get squirrely and, and wearing a uh, whatever. Um, it, it's you, it's hard to see what you can do within that rule set, almost. Yeah, like hats off to these guys that are doing it and doing really well and putting on like super exciting shows because it's when you delete some of those weapons from the arsenal, it 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 can it can get tough. Well, see, I think the like the perspective. I mean, I have to be, you know. The, uh, the 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 bottles half full, right? Right. Not, instead of half empty, like for me, I think if you're, you know, you're learning to work different submissions, you're learning to look for different things, you're learning to use to go to the body and not just head. You know, you know the old adage like body body head, body body head. Like, but now you you can just go to the body, so you're looking for like just positioning yourself. I think for submissions you're looking for different things as opposed to just punching just yeah. ground and pound mm-hmm. so i i think it make i think it can if you allow it to make you more diverse i think too many guys get in you know top position or mountain that's all they look for is head head mm-hmm. punches yeah, so it might do sure. a little bit there but I, I for the top guy i think it can improve them for the bottom guy i think it makes you worse i like when we see this, we don't see it all the time, but we get wrestlers sometimes that enjoy that rule set and will, I'll speak for one in particular that's talked about it. Lucas Siebert, the one that did the Granby you were talking about earlier. Oh yeah. Is that kid? Yeah. Yeah. He is from Ohio originally and could have fought in Ohio, which allows ground and pound to the head, Mm -hmm. but he intentionally wanted to fight in PA because he's like, I know like um, I have a D one wrestling base. I can take a lot of these early amateurs down and finish them Mm -hmm. with ground and pound. Just, get the ref to call the fight. I don't want to just do that. That's what I can already do. 
I want you to take that away from me and make me win a different way. Make me work on my striking. Make me do something that I'm not already pretty good at. But, if, was, a, but if he's a wrestler and he puts him on the ground and holds him there, how's he not already wrestling and still wrestling? I mean, he could do that, but he he enjoyed you using want to go win on the feet. It, that's what he did too. His first fight was roll. almost all striking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was, was great. Cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, the role, I mean, the role kept it out of going to the ground. There's a lot of really strong jujitsu here, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Like, really strong. <laughs> Dude, insane. Insane. It's a trip. Pittsburgh's lucky to have that. Yeah. I mean, when you got, when you it's got. It's so underrated here. Like, you don't think of Pittsburgh as like super strong jujitsu, but it is. Why is it? Why do you think? I mean, and again, that's an outsider. The, the, the wrestling, the grappling, like the transition. If you have the schools that'll teach it, like, if you're done wrestling at 18 years old and then you want to keep competing like you go to it's pretty 100 percent. yeah if you you wrestle through college like you you better but see like i i think and i'm gonna quote um i'm gonna quote one of one of our 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 jujitsu students um jujitsu starts where wrestling stops Hmm. and and maybe that's not a hundred percent true maybe that's a a very hard line i am i am neither a wrestler nor um what i would even consider a good jujitsu practitioner but um i guess not true but um but I, I I wonder like if I, if I was going through college and I, I knew I was wrestling, I would be simultaneously developing jujitsu or in fear that I'm I'm only learning half of that half sure. of that coin simultaneously or like I I can't wrestle to save my life, dude. I'm six foot four and 180 pounds. Are you kidding me? It's like a, <laughs> it's like it's like literally uh, I can't. Um, but like I don't know the the so I I I, I would always. I always I, I straight to my back. Let's do it, guard, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I would see them them wanting to do that and, and get those subs, like you're saying. I do think That'd we're awesome. I do think we're seeing it more often now with kids understanding that and incorporating jujitsu a little earlier, mm-hmm. and that's credit to a lot of the great schools that we have now as well in the yeah. area. Um, Isaac Greeley, the Matt Factory is always working so, with kids. So listen, man, I've I've heard their names so much and always in a positive context, but I, I know nothing about them. What okay. um the the only gyms I know anything about are Indio, yeah, um, and that's just through through the the, JT the, yeah, the through yep. the positive things yep. I've heard from others. Um, um, apologies if I say this wrong. Uh, Amviares. Yeah, is, is I, your guess is as good as mine on that one. Yeah, auto auto <laughs> is what is what I've heard him referred to as. So I I, um, I hear really cool things about that place. I've met um some some of the fighters out yeah. of there. Really Aldo's really great, nice dude. guys. Um, is that what it is? Aldo. That's his name. Aldo okay. Garcia. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Otto, so I apologize. That's funny. Yeah. Aldo, apologies. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've heard of them. I've heard of. I mean, Stout is obviously a massive presence. And have they? Uh, they've been here for a long time, right? That's a great. I don't. You know when they started, Danny Pong? Stout? I'm going to totally, knowing not nothing, sure, guess 2006. That's a total guess. Let me, totally random guess. See if you can find it, but I'm going to text Wilkins real quick. Also, quick break. When did Stout start? All right, we'll see. I really don't know. They are um, the biggest. I I don't know the... Uh, student enrollment for each gym, but Stout's got to be the biggest, especially now they have like four or five locations. That, yeah, I so thought, that's crazy. I I, yeah. I I mentioned in conversation um, to JT the other day something because I had, I had gone into one of the locations I, I, they weren't open at the time, but um, or to it, and I was describing what it looked like, and he's like, "No, I haven't been to that one, but it's not this one." And I was like, "Man, I only thought they had two nuts." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's at least four I can think of. They're a Henzo school, yeah. Yep, yep. 
they're fantastic, man. They're so yeah. good. I love those guys. The guys running it are great. I was going to say, I bet Fighters, they're great to work yeah. with just from time and grade, if nothing else. Dude, what else they do so much better, like you'll appreciate this as a business owner, their digital marketing is so good. Like mm-hmm. you see stout ads. Every, I see stout ads everywhere. My YouTube, my Facebook, everything, my Instagram, huh? dude, everything is stout. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're just this hobbyist that's like jujitsu in Pittsburgh, it's stout gonna be stout. they're going they're to own the search engines. They're going to own all of that. They've done that. What awesome. um what are these? And, and I've just seen a couple of flyers. And, and once we opened, I buried my head, took my shoes off and got on the mats. But <laughs> what um what are these these Muay Thai nights that they do? That's I'm not sure, man. I saw I, can't answer I, that, I, yeah. I saw a flyer. Um, I don't know, maybe Muay Thai night six or seven. It could have been old. I didn't really know. But I saw that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. They're heavy into Muay Thai. And that's yeah. one thing. As you were talking, Danny, I was thinking like this guy needs to meet Will Moral. I always say his name wrong, and I don't know why I've said it a hundred times, and I always mess it up. But their head striking coach, yeah, Will, he is like just like you, dude. Totally addicted to striking. Similar frame too. Honestly, your bodies are extremely <laughs> similar. I was like, you two would hit it off for sure. And like your quest for a deeper understanding of not just throw this, but why do we throw right. this, and how can we tweak this to be more efficient? Like. You guys are very, very similar. I'd love to meet him. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd yeah. love to. I've heard nothing but good things about him. And then um, the there is a, a gym called SKN Muay Thai. I've, I've, I've looked at them a lot. Um, it looks like, I mean, they have the seminars they're running, dude. You're talking like Rod Tang. I mean, they're, dude, wow. you, dude, you name, if you're, wa- if you're watching one fighting championship and you want to work with anybody you see, SKN will have them. That's wild. It's a trip. Where are they? I've never even heard of them. They are, um, it is a... I know nothing about Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. It took me like two <laughs> hours to get here. Um, is there, uh, uh, you might want to look it up. I'm going to say Homewood, but it might just be Homewood because that's exists. the yeah, only that's a thing like, name sure. of a city or a borough that I know. But great people, um, beautiful, beautiful gym. Wow. I've yeah. only I've only been there once. They didn't have a class. I, I literally just stopped by because I was around it, and I've have wanted to to get up there and take a few folks up there. But. Okay, yeah, that's interesting because Stout Stout leans into their Muay Thai program a lot too, and they have mm-hmm. these Stout fights that are just Muay Thai fights once in a while. Oh, okay, that's what so, I guess yeah. that's what I was probably referring to. So I wonder if SKN is involved. I, I assume they have to. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. I'm sure that'd be awesome. That w- I would love to know. They the look legit. To that. Yeah. They are man, and they they are they're, they're they're just they're just cool people. It looks like a Thai camp inside the rad. Nice, the rad. And then um, there's a. Have you guys worked with anybody from Fight Society? Probably not. They're a good mm-hmm. bit further. They're like an hour past. Us. Okay. No. Where's that at? Morgantown. Oh, in Morgantown. Interesting. Yeah. No. No. We have get, you guys have you guys been to, you've been you've been to Matt Factory right? Yeah. Come for on for sure. Yeah. Come on, dude, Matt Factory. Come on dude. down, dude. <laughs> what a so yeah, that, that's where we were going. So Matt Factory, you, you can't you can't know even look up Pittsburgh MMA. I've seen something about them. Yeah, what yeah. um what what I've what are they? What are it's is it is it a wrestling club? Did it start as yes. one? Yes. Cool. It is the Matt Factory Wrestling Club. Te- cool. Technically, yes, but it turned into an all all grappling, all ages, all skill levels. Do they just, do do they do MMA or yeah. primarily? Okay, great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our cards have several of their fighters every time. I was gonna say yeah. I saw. Um, I want to say I saw a photo of you there. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. So they are like they do do some striking, but usually their guys will like get striking elsewhere. They yeah. are one hundred percent like their bread and butters wrestling and jujitsu. Where did their guys get their striking? That's. Hi guys, all over the my place. name's Jamie. <laughs> Sanctuary Boxing Club is one. Shout out, I don't know if you know uh-uh. Richie Cantalina or Sanctuary Boxing. I don't. I know. A lot of their guys go there. 
Otherwise, they do cross train with Stout a lot. So okay. their guys will be at Stout a lot. Gotcha. Um, those are the two I would say primarily. But yeah, Jamie, Devotion Kickboxing, right here. You got to try all the way to Fayette County. How far is that? Fight County. Um, it's yes, right. That's right. <laughs> um, it's it's not as bad. I I drive really slow, dude. I'm talking right lane five under. Don't get behind me. Don't get in front of me. I want nice. nothing, I want nothing to do with it. I rode motorcycles long enough. To, I hate the left lane. I don't want, I want nothing to do with nice. it. Yeah. Um. So it took me like ninety minutes. Um, okay. My my better half would say it's we're just under an hour from right where I'm sitting. Okay, that's, I just, that's I just not forever. terrible. Yeah, yeah ain't bad. Where are you at in Connellsville exactly? Um, if you so I I the way that I see Connellsville is that there's as far as like the actual city, right? I know Bud Murphy's Pizza. Hundred percent. That's what I know. Okay, so if you if you <laughs> that's one right, and then the next one is if you keep going on 119 and you come around to there's that like Wendy's and yeah, Cheese, right? I know so that. Yeah. Those are what I consider the two like entrances to Connellsville. Sure. I, whether or not I'm correct on that, it's how I see it, outsider's perspective. Um, I'm gonna stop saying that. I love Connellsville. I'm not an so, You're an insider. Now. That's, well, we'll see. <laughs> not not to them, but to me. Um, but I'll take it regardless. Um, so if you were to if you were to turn uh, turn let's say into Connellsville right there at, at where Buds is right, mm-hmm. um, make a left uh, up the hill and then Crawford is kind of like the the main street. Okay. If you make a right on that, it'll shoot you back out to like Sheets and Wendy's. Gotcha. So kind of kind of right there yep. is where we're at. We oh, are sick. We've got um, 1,100 square feet now. We, um, bump a bunks, I guess not everybody knows this. We, some people do not everyone, I would assume we started, uh, seven, six, seven weeks ago, um, building what will be, um, a, a much more semi-permanent location. Um, we, um, we're going to triple our, our footprint. We are going to, um, we're, you know, we're going to have a lot more than, than just kickboxing, which, which was the, the mission. So, um, We'll have full jujitsu. Uh, whether or not we we do any nogi, I don't know because I frankly I think yeah, it's not my thing. So, um, but there there we'll we'll go full jujitsu, and that's that's just for um for for fun, and because inevitably we will have folks that train both and want to mix them. And we'll be sitting right here. You'll be talking to them. It'll happen. Huge, right? so, dude. Huge. But I, but I always want to focus and, and at our heart be a not even just a, a, a like a, a kickboxing club, right? But but the word club is intentional. A kickboxing is intentional, not striking, right? And um, and I I always want that to be our our photo. That that is where my heart is now. If if the student base at a later date requires something else whatever guys, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but at its, at its heart, I, I, I don't see devotion ever leaving the space of being primarily a striking gym. And yeah. that's where, that's why I'm, I, I want to, to, um, I've met a bunch of the guys that have fought for you and I haven't met one that I didn't like. And yeah. and I would love to work with any of them because I, I have no, no, no territorial pissings as related to where they do their, their jujitsu. You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the reason I want to work with the striking is because like, I don't know. I'm here. I want to play the game, have some fun, right? You guys are cool dudes. The, the gyms are awesome and really talented. So right. I want to play, um, <laughs> but, but I would never, uh, I, I don't, I don't right now have any aspiration to be a, a jujitsu coach as it relates to MMA. Will right. I, will I teach our, our foundations class and, and believe that I'll do a great job doing it? Absolutely. And do yeah. I have guidance in doing that, that, that I'll, um, kind of talk more about it at a later date. Yeah. So, nice. um, really really excited about that but i don't want the the territory of it i want a kid who's got great jujitsu and look and this isn't anything against a striking gym i think there's a big misconception that when someone signs up at an mma gym 
they do jujitsu, they do Thai boxing, they do the MMA classes. And I think there's a misconception that if they decide to go to uh, another jujitsu gym, that, that they're, that they're insulting in any way the jujitsu right. coach at that school, right. or that if they go to a striking coach, that they're insulting in any way the striking coach at that school, a lot of gyms. And I won't say all, a lot of very successful, high, high class gyms, um, have have world class jujitsu with mediocre striking, but the the jujitsu just paves the way, and they're mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And I what I want to do is um is is even that I want to I want to give their fighters right. I'm not, I won't say mine. Their fighters. I want to look at the jujitsu that they're doing. I don't want to ever control any of it. But man, would it be fun to say, hey, with the way that your body's shaped, with the way that you wrestle, with with the way that you're grappling and what you like to do and, and what you're already going to do anyway, let's see how we can put some 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 intelligent hands around that process. I think people listening will know that that's a legit feeling on your end as well, because earlier when I said about you being in Jason's corner, you were like quick to say, just to be clear, I wasn't actually yeah. in this corner. Like you don't have that ego of like, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. I, I made you whatever. No. And honestly, Pittsburgh cross trains a lot. So that's not new to them. That idea of like, I can also be here, but I, I have a home gym, but I can bop around and all pretty much friendly. So there is that component that already exists. People, people must not like us yet. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's coming. Well, no, 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 no. They, um, and I, 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 I won't drop names. So if, if you, if you just got nervous hearing me say that, no, we've had several guys come in. Oh, and, okay. Okay. Um, they, they, there is a, uh, there's a conversation about how how their coach wouldn't be okay with them training striking elsewhere. Interesting, but that they 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 have a lot of fun, and I and I think I could do them some good. Um, which is why I brought up J, uh, JT and I's conversation. First conversation was: Is this a career? Or is this for fun? Because if this is for fun, don't train here. Stay at your gym. Do what mm-hmm. you do. Have mm-hmm. some fights, and 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 you'll do great. You right. know what I'm saying? JT's going to do do great whether whether I ever work with him or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but. If it's a career, I, 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 I tend to encourage people to take the emotion out of that mm-hmm. and look at look at um, folks in my position, coaches as as a, a um, I mean, I'm a service dude. You want to accomplish a goal. You need a skill set to accomplish it. I can help you sharpen that skill set for a price. This is this is this is transactional any friendship that 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 arrives organically is is beautiful and awesome and i have a lot of lifelong friends that have arisen from the exact same atmosphere but if you want to go there go there yeah i think that's the way to do it man how many times even all the way up to the ufc you see people get tied to their gym loyal Mm -hmm. loyal to a fault and Mm -hmm. then they realize too late like man i should have been getting work over here right i'm really bad at this and it never got better why Mm -hmm. yeah and what's unfortunate is had they incorporated that from the beginning they would have accidentally set up within their region a really awesome symbiotic relationships between a couple gyms that are really talented at different things and yeah only want to share that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that is that's happening with stout and the mat factory so that's cool to have you on here to see because like i said mat factory is wrestling club at heart everybody who you comes from there you can trust you can't have a gym called matt factory and not be <laughs> good at what you, at what oh, you do you that's, can't that's awesome you can't train there and not get good because right. that room it's killers all day i bet man killers I bet. all day I bet. like you're not not going to get better you're going to quit you either right, quit right, or get right, better. Right, right. there's one or the yep. other yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Under- which is the case for all martial arts really yeah and a lot of folks can't handle that sharpening process and that's okay you know what i'm saying like this there's a um 
a lot of times there's this like, oh, you know, can't go super hard or whatever. I, I agree. I think that you can't because you have to give people a proper introduction to decide mm-hmm. if they like it or not. But once they're there and once you're staying, you know what you're signing up for. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So like we're, we're, we're going to, and you, you know how to, you know, where those social circles arise where those are the competitors, for sure. these are the hobbyists, for sure. right? I'm like old man. I, I, that's my <laughs> style. So I like it. Um, that's sick, man. I'm glad that you're launching this and taking it to the next step because, like I said, obviously I was aware of you after Jason's fight mm-hmm. back in that was October, I believe. So That's a long time ago. I know it. Time flies, man. Yeah. It's crazy. So we've been aware of each other for a while, but I'm glad that like you're setting a, a pretty strong foundation now. Really growing the new location, sick, man. Mega, congrats on that, dude. That's I, awesome. Thank you. I can't wait. Literally, like the triple the footprint almost triple the mat space but like floor rings turfs all the all the bells and whistles there's a um there's a um i have a really awesome relationship with a couple different brands um i worked for in the the we can get into that for days too but um did the the brand thing for a while specifically as it relates to design for Mm -hmm. for combat sports companies um i lost my train of thought i do it all the time (laughs) Too many hits to the head, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, what were we talking about with Matt Factory? What was the last thing? <laughs> you were saying that you have a lot of ties to different uh, gear companies. Thank you. So um, there is a, um, there's two different companies that I have a really good relationship with. And and to be completely honest, I think that um, they're, they're such a, like, I'm not trying to like name drop them or sell them, but they're, they're both such good resources for new gyms, man, that I kind of have to. Um, everybody knows Combat Corner, but the the way that they have things set up makes it so easy and then there's a, a brand um called valley uh valley sports that they're kind of a kind of a smaller company um great stuff and 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 you won't find anything at a better price and the stuff is it's it's really really good so nice. we've got them doing a bunch of different like various bags for us different different kind of shapes sizes again to kind of go along with this way I see things you're going to see bags that, that are shaped and you're going to like, what the hell is that? But I'm telling you, bro, there's a game you play with that and it wins. Nice. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll have a green room kind of thing with, with, you know, a, a lot of all the kind of Valley stuff set up, mats, floorings, fitness, kids, Dude, all of it. I'm hyped about it Thank and, you. and selfishly hyped about it as well, because the more people like you coming in to add to the mix, the better for everybody. For us as promoters, you're going to create new killers. I hope so. You're going to sharpen old so. killers. Like, I this hope is so. Awesome. And yeah. man, it's and, and it's cool because like that was it was not my intention at all. I told I told uh, three different people that are coming to mind no on 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 competing multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like they're like you know come on like let's do this let's do that. No, this is fitness. That's what we're doing, and it's and it's great, and it was working. And um, it kind of worked itself as an and as a hobby. So even even me sitting here is is really just um, it's a result it's it's a result of their hard work and it's and it's my way of supporting their hard work. And when I say they, um, it's not lost on me that you don't know who I'm referring to, but you you will. Nice. Yeah. I'm hyped, dude. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We're gonna leave you guys on that cliffhanger. That's a perfect place to wrap it up because that that's awesome, man. I'm glad we got you in here. First of all, you made that vicious six-hour drive from Connellsville. Yeah, yeah, right. Road city. trip. Yeah, but thanks for coming out, man. This has been super sick. I really appreciate it, and I'm excited to see where you go. Obviously, we'll be in touch, but yeah. for sure, man, just keep me up to date on everything. Oh, this yeah, is great. I'll, I'll see you at the next one for sure. Hell yeah, I believe that. Let's run it. Sick, dude.